Hello and welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast. My name is Luke Burridge and this is the show where I review every single science fiction book that I read as I read it. There's no set schedule, it's just whenever I finish a book I do uh, do a review, stick it up here on the podcast feed for everyone to download and listen to. Joining me today is Juliana, say hello. Hi everyone. And uh, we are uh, back at home, did a work trip last time I was, yes. did this recording without Juliana. It was a bit weird doing a podcast without you. Was it? Yeah. Also, I'm not ill anymore. Yeah. Yay. So everything's good. But yes. this next book... The next book that we review, which we're going, we're going to get to the Becky right. Chambers, Charm, Charmers? Chambers, Chambers, yes, the record of a spaceborn few, which is the third book exactly. in the Wayfarers sequence. Or Got it today. Series. Yeah, so I'll start reading that this evening, probably. And uh, don't yeah. read too fast. Well, you're going to start reading it this evening, aren't you? Aren't you? And you yes, it, but it you know, like, give me a bit of a head start, okay? Okay, now nah, you'll get, you'll be fine. All right, so uh, this book that I'm reviewing today is a book which I have read before, and it's the first book in a series, and I read the full series before. It's the Saga of the Pliocene Exile by Julian May. The first book is called The Many Coloured Land. Interesting. Sounds yeah. like a dinosaur book. It well, Pliocene isn't dinosaur. It's more like woolly mammoths. It's six million years ago. Okay. And I think this book we bought. I bought up this book a few episodes ago. I can't remember why. It might have been when I was talking about time travel. And I said, okay, there's some where you just travel somewhere and then uh, do stuff there. Right. The, that was the, this book. Yeah. Well, no, mm. there wasn't this book. I was. I talked about various different time yes. travel ones. And True. one of the ideas was sometimes you go to a different time and then you just have an adventure there. And the story isn't about am I going to change the future. And it's not about how can I get back to my own time? So and it's all not about else. the time travel, it's more about, it's more about getting like, a different setting. Yeah, a different setting. Okay. Go somewhere and then learn something new about this different so, setting. So the people know I haven't read this yeah. and I don't know any of this okay. or anything about it either. Yeah. Is this the first book in the this series? This is the first book in the series, and okay. I've read the series before. I read it maybe 20 years ago. Okay, or how many like books this. are there? Four, in the, four, four books in the series. Four of books. course, The Saga of the Pliocene Exile. It's connected to some other books which, I, to be honest, I don't know if they were set beforehand. I should probably just open up the Wikipedia page for Julian May. Uh, A nice uh, name. Julian May. Good yeah. name, isn't it? Yeah. Tell me about Julian May. I don't know. Is it a, a man? No, it's a woman. Julian May. Yes. Julian See, Claire May. I knew it. Yeah, you This is so. the name that it sounds just too perfect. Okay, yeah, Julian May. Uh, so she uh, released... Um, oh, yeah, so these, this was the first <laughs> book, and this was her first like novel that she did. And I was going to say there's other books set in the same series, but actually those were written afterwards, even though they take place, you know, because it's time travel, they actually take place... Another time. Another anyway, time. okay. And so, so. Is, 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 is that her real name or is it just a... Julian uh, Claire May. Yeah. Okay. It's just... Why, why, do you think it's, why do you think it's a weird name, Julian May? It's just a name. It's just well, a name. Well, is it spelled with an A? Julian May. It's just a name. Like, May. Oh, with double N. Julian May. With double N. What no. are you talking about? Julian May. Come and look at it here. Look, just look at it. Julian May. That's the name. But like, Julian what? is a, a male name. Well, maybe she decided to take that name... Um, uh, oh, she was... Uh, oh, no, that's her mother's name, I was going to say. Anyway, it doesn't matter. She she, <laughs> okay. she grew up in Chicago. Good. Anyway, just an, an, an author. And sure. she died in 2017. So it actually oh, came, back, came back a few uh, a few days ago. Well, oh. recently. Well, oh, a year yeah. and a half ago. Anyway, Julian May wrote this book. And as far as I can see from Wikipedia, this is one of her first... Uh, her first... Yes, this is her first novel, her first published novel. Okay. She'd written ju juvenile fiction under the name Julian May because um, she was a technical writer. There's adventure okay. in automobiles. 
published by Popular Mechanics. There's adventure in astronautics. There's adventure in marine science. Um, Oh, I didn't realise that, actually. Now, that actually makes a lot of sense because uh, there's... Sounds like a shoe box. There's lots, because it's like lots of, uh, like, uh, chemistry and electronics. There's adventure in atomic energy. Yeah, so she was obviously a science writer or a technical writer and things like that. Sweet. Um, Yeah, she had a period outside of science fiction. Um, Anyway, so... Here's the book. Here's the setup of the book. And I really like the setup of this book. And like I say, I'm not going to continue reading on with this series because I read it all the way through once you read before. It before. Okay. And that's not to say that I didn't enjoy rereading this book, but I realised that what I actually wanted from this book... Um, oh, I don't, I don't feel like reading another three books in this series or okay. going for the other ones. Maybe but, I'll... Uh, also, you've already read I also them. I also read them and stuff. Yeah. But sometimes but I'll reread so, a series. So you kind of needed the first book again to kind of know then what was in the other in the other in, in the rest of the series well do you have it in your like is it is it no it's clear in my brain yeah it's clear in my brain what yeah. goes on i yeah. remember so, most of the story yeah. okay here's here's the setup and this is the cool thing about the setup so um somebody creates a, this is set in like maybe a hundred years time so it's like it's set in it's set in uh 2120 something like okay. that okay and um, the the world that is set up in in the you know in the general universe is that humans have encountered other alien species and got some hitchhikes right. and rides around the galaxy. There's like four or five other alien races out there. Nice. And um, and also they've developed by breeding or whatever some metaphysical or metapsychic abilities. So there's okay. like six different abilities. One is far speaks. You can. Yeah, talk telepathically yeah. with people. Yeah. Another one is uh, creation, where you can like make uh, illusions happen. Another one okay. is coercion, where you can like make animals or other humans do what you say by uh, doing that kind of stuff. There's also sort of like um, flying and moving telekinesis kind of stuff. Nice. And I can't remember what everybody is. is like kind of. Not everybody, only certain people Ooh. are. And Ooh. apparently there was some metaphysical, uh, metapsychic uh, uh, revolution or rebellion at yeah. some point. Anyway, um, so like a mutant. Yeah, actually, of... I remember reading about that. So that must be in those in the later book or the later written books like set earlier on right. in the story but anyway that's, that's all beside the by the by now there's this galactic milieu is what it's called the galactic milieu is where they live right. in and uh and then anyway back on earth some scientists in the rhone valley in yeah. south of france, in france like in Lyon or wherever yeah. anyway he creates a time portal which opens a portal back to the Pliocene six million years ago. Okay. And it's, it's only possible to connect there because the everywhere else on the world in six million years, the geography and the geology and the magnetic fields and stuff has all changed so much because, you know, ice ages come in and the land all yeah. changes and tectonic plate tectonics is all messed up. And this is the only place they can find where the magnetic signature around the place is strong enough or good enough that they can actually connect back to the past. Interesting. So there's only one place, there's only one time that you can go back to, which is... Six million years ago okay. in the Pliocene. There's only one uh, gate to go back there, and it's a one-way gate. Oh, so if how, you go through, do they, do they well, know when they're making it that it's a one-way gate? Yes. Well, he, he, he they make it because what they do. This is one of the opening scenes in the books. So this isn't giving anything away. Yeah. So he opens the gate and he puts in inside this gate. It's sort of like a like a, a framework or something, you know, a framework. So you stand inside the frame, you turn it on, and everything inside the frame is swapped with the thing six million years ago. That is exactly in that same spot. In exactly in that same spot. Or not quite. But anyway, what happens? So you stand in it like that. So what he does to test it is he puts in, this scientist, he puts in some carrots and some green stuff there on a stick that comes up. Yeah. And he turns it on. He says, just wait a few minutes, wait a few minutes. And he's like, all right, now let's switch it back. And it switches it back. And a deer, like a, a six million year old Pliocene deer, has mm-hmm. come up, started nibbling on it. And then 
then it comes back into our mo- into our modern time. Yeah. However, in a split second, it ages six million years, so it just turns to nothing. Oh no! Like it just it just crumbles away and turns oh, to nothing. So you can't no. come backward, right. come so back again. By by making this work, they discovered that yeah. So it's, it's a one way gate. You can't send anything back. Okay. And also, they've worked out that we couldn't have we couldn't have upset the past because there's no evidence of humans back there, like in the modern records. Yes. And if you think about like what's the oldest thing, what's the oldest ruins that we have now in our human world is sort of like what ten. Ten thousand years old. We can track back history about ten thousand years know. or whatever. Maybe China. Yeah, twelve thousand years. Well, no, like Mesopotamia and some other oh, yeah. places. And then you get sort of like before. Then you get cave paintings going back forty thousand yeah, years. Right. But but then think, okay, a thousand times longer than that, or yes. however it works out. It's crazy. You know. So. Um, but at that point, like, uh, if it's if it's woolly mammoth, at that point, uh, yeah, any like, sort of human, hu- hu- no, no. Well, there are like, some human, like pre pre humanoids. Like, but this is even before apes. No, no. This no, is even, even before no, no. apes and humans Ooh. have split off. Chimpanzees and humans oh, okay. split off like four million years ago or two million years yeah. ago. I can't remember. So yeah, this is way this is way previous to anything like okay. that. Anyway, so the the first part, part one of this book, which is about the first third of this yeah. book, is it's oh. So what actually happens? A little bit more setup is that anyone who is sort of like a is a murderer or un, or is unrepentant of the crimes oh. and not just murderers but like if you're a misfit and you can't get on the world or you've been disgraced or anything like Wait, that they just send you, them in, into... no they don't send them you can volunteer you can say i oh. claim exile oh right Does that make so sense? it's like it's uh, it's like the the colonies for like, yeah it's like it's making like... you start but nobody knows what's on the other side nobody knows what's on the yeah, other side if they send all the bad people yeah Like, isn't that like It's a... not that they're sending all the okay. bad people. It's But that you can either a... go to prison or you can... Oh, no, the whole point is that you can have your personality wiped or your personality changed. So if mm-hmm. you don't want to give up your free will or your own personality right. to be fixed psychologically by the metapsychic coercion thing okay. to stop you doing that. So I'm like, no, I want to stay my own thing. All right, go back through to the other way. So the whole first part is that you, they get together a group of like six or seven or eight different people who will yeah. all get together yeah. and we find out their backstories of what they were yeah. doing here. Like an one, expedition. Yeah, one, well, it's not an expedition. They're all volunteers. So one person mm-hmm. is a is a nun who was helping somebody out and she's like, I can't deal with this because she worked in a hospice and she was always saying goodbye to people. Uh-huh. And another one is sort of like a client of hers his, whose wife died and he's, he's actually a... Uh, Uh, a, a fossil expert well not a fossil expert he's like a, um, a paleobiologist oh, he really wants to go. and so he's like yeah okay. now I can I've and he done has this nothing and, to lose yeah, he has yeah. nothing to my come wife back has died and, yeah, yeah. let's go over okay. there and, and they decide to do it together yeah. there's a disgraced businessman who was a, a pilot who had his own uh, his, his own uh, sh- spaceship who would do deliveries okay. he's been disgraced business wise and other things he's like alright I'm getting out of here there's a cowboy a, what no uh, he's a pirate he's there's a, a space there's pirate a, there's a drilling well yeah there's a drilling guy who was like a um you know who's a miner who's like all right i'm doing this so and he's a like, big guy we get the the crew for a heist together it, it, it's kind of <laughs> like so it feels yeah actually it feels like that anyway so then they go and they're all like all right you're all group green you're all going to go through at the same time yeah. and th- then you get all this really cool future technology a lot of one really cool invention which i really like the idea of is that you have these little capsules and that you can in in like put a little adapter onto it and inflate it and it's sort of like you know some nano tubes which when they inflate they go up to something solid so they're like we need a bridge to go across this rally and they, just get and they get out oh here's some bridge sessions like 
like that. Yeah. We need a boat. Well, let's get out the boat module and just inflate yeah, it up. And of course, it's, they're lighter than air. So that every time, handy. every time they do it, they're like, and now we've got to put some uh, ballast in there. So we've got to put some sand or some, yeah. you know, water in it to make sure it doesn't blow away. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, there was like, oh, we've got this, you know, this, this, you know, matrix like, hey, now I know Kung Fu. You know, they're downloading databases and things in Ooh. there. They get a whole list of everyone else who's been through and what their specialities were. And, you know, and if some people have taken seeds through or what, and someone's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go through and then I'm going to go over to Bordeaux and start making wine. <laughs> and others are like, oh, no, I'm, I'm a, a mountaineer. So I'm going to go and, um, you know, scale the Alps. I've already scaled all the Alps in my current time. Yes. And now because I'm 100 years old. Oh, yeah. You can also have rejuvenation technology and stuff like that. So someone, really can, so, someone can be 100 years old and they're like I've climbed all these mountains and now I'm going to go through and I'm going to find the higher mountain like there must be mountains now higher than Everest is and yes. I'm going to go and climb that mountain whatever yeah like that. so this is basically a book which is uh, time travel heist no there isn't and, a heist there isn't yeah, a heist. no 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 but like the way like uh, and at the same time it's uh, uh, it's like the world colonization of like uh, external how do you call it like uh, if people go to a new planet yeah, and like terraforming, terraforming. Well, it's not terraforming because so they're, they're going, they're going to just they're a future going Earth. To Earth. okay but still so you think right we're gonna go through we're gonna go through this yeah. and we're gonna follow the story of people who are setting up a new world however that's not true because lots of people have gone through in front of them. like thousands of people have already gone through oh. I can't remember how it says like that because this is happening over like a 40 year stretch these aren't the okay. first people to go through there's a whole like mini cottage industry I okay. say cottage industry because it actually this is in the basement of a cottage um, what? so yeah yeah so it was just, it was just a guy who lived in a, in, in a place at this time Earth. Nobody really lives on Earth anymore. Like oh, it's, right. it's just a tourist attraction for people who live on the different planets and different right. solar systems, and they come so back to Earth. Holiday to Earth. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh yeah, I'm a medievalist. What does that mean? Oh, I do medieval reenactments in in France, and we've taken down all the other stuff. And everywhere on Earth now is just sort of like they just pick the best Stop. time. Earth is like a big uh, theme park. Yeah, it's a big Earth is like a theme park, and that's <laughs> unsatisfying for lots of people. Like, no, I've got to go to the frontier. It's sort of like, well, the galactic milieu is kind of filled the frontier out there. There's yeah. not actually a lot to discover out in the real world, like in, in the galaxy. Yeah. So go through here. We, we know, we don't know what's through there, but we know it's not already set up. And you can't up. come back. And you can't come back and that's, you're all one way. So, what I really hoped for was to, to, this to be a story. Like, as I was reading, I was like, oh, this is going to go through and they're going to be through and they're going to go off and they're going to get together and they're going to go off and it's going to be an adventure and there's gonna, they're going to fight with dinosaurs. Well, not dinosaurs. They're going to fight woolly mammoths and saber-toothed tigers <laughs> and big woolly rhinoceroses and... What? what? Well, because there's 100,000 people... No, not 100,000, but thousands of people have already gone through before them. They come through... It's kind of civilised. It's not civilised, but there's a civilization already there. <laughs> and so you're like, ah, oh, that's a real pity. That wasn't the book. Like I thought we were going to get frontier adventure, <laughs> and uh, you know, in a in a cave, meet little the cavemen fun. and stuff like that. So they go through, and there's already a, a, a system already set up there. Mm. And so then you realize, oh, it's actually some kind of like they get through, and as soon as they're there, they're just like taken into a castle next, which is next to the place, and they're like, all oh, right, we're going to take some stuff away, and they're like, oh, do you do this to everyone? So you're like, oh no, it's going to be a situation of everyone who goes through, they just they just they, as soon as they, they come through, they get stripped, they just strip searched and all the stuff stolen from them, and then that's it, and you don't get to do it, and then you just put to work in the slave mines and things no, like of that. Course. And oh, also they say that um, not many women go through. Yeah. Um, but everyone who goes through is sterilized 
like men yes. and women are sterilized yeah. as they go through because they're like if you go through we don't want humans it's to you, keep you going yeah. through nobody else no it's, you're not yeah. sending through like a whole new civilization you're not like, yeah, going to yeah, start yeah. breeding in a whole yeah. new civilization yeah. and also they say women aren't allowed to have uh, babies because they will just become then they will be unequal because they'll just become baby machines yes. and any daughter that they have will just become baby machines and because yeah. only like I can't remember what it says like 15% of the people who go through the gate are women anyway yeah. so we don't want women just to become baby machines and their daughters become baby machines so it's like a you know a statement of like women go through equal yeah, to men they don't want the handmaid's tale yeah well I haven't read that but whatever that is not that so they go through and I thought oh right now this is going to be the story of them turning up in a like dystopian um, Pliocene thing past, and this is the, the past future. and stuff like that so that's what the book that I thought I was going to get as we go through oh also nobody with any metapsychic abilities is allowed to go through yeah um, and uh, you know there's other rules to, to make it good okay. that you can go through okay. alright so you think this is what the book's going to be about now that they go through it's not about them setting up a civilization it's about them you know rebelling against that civilization or si- the system that they find and breaking away from it and then going out and exploring yeah. around like that but the book's not that either and you're not spoiling this kind No, of this stuff. isn't spoiling it because if you go into this series not actually knowing what this book, this series is, and it's not the kind of book that you want to read, you're going to be really upset about starting this series. Okay. What happens is... How long is this? Like, what? How, like, it's four books. Like, it's a four-book no, no, no. series. No, this first book, is it like... Uh, you listen to an audiobook. Like, yeah, it was it... like it was like 20 hours in the audiobook or something uh, like that's... that. So it's, it's a chunky book. Let's so have a look. you should not be disappointed. 433 pages. So it's like a, a chunky book. A yeah. chunky book. Anyway, then what happens is that's not what's happened. And actually, it's kind of hinted at before, like in the very opening part of the book. But I didn't realize how much of a big part of the story this was going to be. Aliens have turned up on Earth a few thousand years before these humans started going back. And these aliens have metaphysi- metapsychic abilities, when, which is uh, when they have these golden talks, they have like a golden necklaces and silver necklaces and, and uh, grey neck- neck- necklaces, and they put them round the humans, and then they can control the minds and control the actions of the humans who they put the grey talks around. Um, okay. And the golden ones um, like trigger the uh, metapsychic abilities of the humans who go through who have latent abilities, but you put the golden talk around the necks, and suddenly and they, they become powerful and things yeah. like that. And it turns out that the world that they go back to is being run by these um, aliens who are there. But the aliens are now using the humans as breeding programs because these aliens come from a galaxy six million uh, light years away. Yeah. And they have a ship which can, you know, it's sort of like the like the, improbability, the maximum improbability drive yeah. where it can pick a point in the universe and go there. Yeah. In this case, their ship, which has had, it's like, it was like a, an, an, alien, an alien mind inside the ship or something like that. Right. And it killed itself to get these guys away from their home planet. And it brought them to a planet with a compatible um, biological system. Yes. If you know what I mean. Yes. So it scanned the entire near-infinite universe for, for, something, that for is... something which is going to fit them. And they brought them there. And for a while it wasn't doing them. They couldn't... They're, they're, you know, the, the re- background radiation it was too strong like this. crazy. Yeah, it's a crazy it's book. It's with it's everything. Just, okay, stop shouting that you've got oh. a new microphone and if you shout oh, too much... I'm sorry, anyway. no, no, no problem. it's too loud. No, it's okay. I just turned it up because when you do a mic check, this is Juliana doing a mic check. Hello, hello, hi, no, mic check. And then I was like, no, talk a bit louder. And you're like, okay, like this. And then when you get excited, you're like, wow, really loud. Anyway, so... So yeah, and th- so then what happens is that suddenly that you know there's this um, this alien civilization which is now established on Earth 
in Europe is plodding along okay, and then suddenly humans start popping out of a gate, uh, start popping out onto a hillside in the Rhone Valley, and yeah. then like, oh, humans, great, and then more start coming through, and they're like, oh, great, and then more start coming so through. So it's like, oh, right, great. humans are feeding themselves to the yeah. alien race. So what's happening is that the, the aliens have just got a, a constant source of slaves that they can put to work, yes. and oh, but also incredible. some of them are given silver talks, which keep them under control, but actually make them more powerful and things yeah. like that. And they and you can as so a human you can like uh, a hierarchy. yeah like a, a, yeah. a, a, a tier system. That's always and good. some of them are put to work in mines, and some of them are given you know and how to fight and things yeah. like that. And uh, yeah, so the, you, the, so it's not even that they pop through and we're having sort of like a cool human civilization out of time, kind of like setting up a new frontier. Like you would get like on a on in these books where like colonists arrive on a different yeah. planet and they're setting yeah, up yeah. and they've got to deal with yeah, the wildlife like and the and stuff. yeah yeah. Well, not red Mars, more like you you arrive on a, a planet with with plants and animals that can kill you. you okay, know. well, more like. Uh... Uh, Peter Hamilton. Yeah, sort of like, like a, he, he has a quite a few of those. Like yeah. we're spreading out into the galaxy, but that's not this story, and it's not also the story. What it is, it turns into a very weird mixture of science fiction, all these science fictional elements I yeah. want to talk to you, and fantasy because people have magical powers, and these okay. and these aliens. There's actually two different species of aliens, but they're like codependent species. It reminds me very much of the Time Machine where you got the Eloy and the Morlocks, oh, you know, yes. like that. Yeah, so you've yeah. got the beautiful, uh, yeah. you know, daytime uh, aliens, and then you have got like the, the uh, grotesque. Yeah. One, so you've actually got fairies and trolls and goblins. Kind of, you've got those two <laughs> different kinds. You've got the t- tall, willowy ones. Although they say like twenty percent of all of the babies from from the the. Eloy, Eloy, or whatever they are. I don't mm. can't remember what they're called in this book. But whoever they are, like, 20% of their babies come out, like, gribbly, like, like this. Okay. And so they actually just go and they abandon cre- them. They and then kind they, of create the well, other well, they pass Well, the, they pass the ones over, and then they become okay. the other one. And what happened in, in the, the, the... The setup is that they were in a... Or their planet had a very barbaric past where these two races, these co- two codependent races, yeah. um, were always fighting against each other in this kind of ritual, like, continuous ritualized war. Yeah. And every year they would come together for like a ritual battle, and the and the best they put the best again, and they'd win it. Yeah. And then it would go. Then the whoever it's like the Eurovision Song Contest. Whoever won, then it would go to their place next time, and they'd have it there. And yeah. and they were really into the this. Uh, but they were really into this contest because it was sort of wonders. like yeah, it was like an outlet for them, and they could be creative and warlike and they were a warlike species like we want this kind of stuff it's like on, on earth if you say uh, and now all sports are banned and everyone's like no no we want to play sports and they're like ah someone might get injured they're compete. like it's like no we want to compete so it's, yeah. it's that same drive of like somebody is like no we want to do this and they wanted to do this and that's why they escaped they were like exiled from their own world they kind of escaped their own world because it was all being too civilized and they're like we want to find a planet where we can continue on with <laughs> our ritualized battles okay. and stuff and they found earth but then when the humans turned a bit up set the balance of so the, the humans have to make an alliance anyway so this is all just the stuff that happens so but then in this it comes, becomes also a bit like politics not really politics it becomes like, sort of but, like you know, fantasy like, battles like hey we've got to get the thing and do the thing yeah, we've got to yeah. go on a quest but to in, pick up the thing in these kind of things you always like you know, it's like in, in Games of Thrones or no, something. No, it's nothing about like, that. No? I mean, yeah, actually, later on in the later series it does. But this book is a really weird one because it's really unbalanced. There's this whole... It, it front-loads all this cool technology stuff and adventure stuff, yeah. and we're going to have fun. And then, like, a third of the way through the book, it's like, no, it's not that. Now let's set this up. And then yeah, this next section of the book is sort of like, oh, we get to know this new world. And then they go, actually, put that aside. We're going to go on a quest because we're going to go and find this weapon and things. And how is the proportion? 
It's like a third, a third, and a third. The middle third, okay. like the first third, I'm like, yeah. But as I was reading, I was like, oh, this is, this is different than I remember. I don't remember any of this. And then I was uh-huh. actually, oh no, I do remember this. Uh-huh. But then the rest of the three and a half, or three and a three third, two thirds books yeah. in this series got nothing to do with that. It's just sort of like some adventures in the in the in the Pleiocene with some aliens and there's some wars and some games and some battles it and things like that. Sounds like a totally crazy book. It is a crazy book. It was it was nominated. I think it won the Locus Award. It was nominated for the Hugo's and Nebulas. Well, and when was like that? that? This is a book from 1980. Ooh, okay. So, uh, I think it's 1980. What does it say? Uh, first published... Oh, 1981. First published 1981. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the... the uh, actually, I should have a look at this. Other editions. I can't remember when I first read it, but when I started reading this first book, I didn't know... Uh, oh, actually, let's have a look at... The, come, and, come and have a look at this, um, this, this front cover of this book. The Many Coloured Land. You see that... You see there, there's a there's yeah, a, uh, a there's a mammoth skull. and stuff like that. But then the um, the other the stories. If you actually just look at the you know the one that I just said I'm currently reading on Goodreads, this is the cover of the book. Now, if you saw that, you wouldn't be thinking. If I you can't saw this, see it. no, move around. You've got a microphone attached to you. It doesn't matter. You see, if you see that, you're not going to look at that and think, oh, science fiction book. Are no, you? this looks That's, like a fantasy. It's a t- it's totally a fantasy with that it has big two that big women hair. And, and then the book, beautiful women and then, a, then a the guy book on a that horse. I read has got this as the front cover. Now, if you saw that, wait a second. Yes, what? exactly. If you see this, look on look on the uh, cover art now, people who are looking. Oh, there's a, there's in the uh, notes of this okay. of this podcast. There's a, oh, and this, a, has, this is the gauntlet. Yeah, this the, is the, the, one of the, the, the necklaces around things. it, like that. This and does, this it, look totally weird. Yeah, but look, you can see there's an antler thing in the background yeah. and some stars. I mean, here she also has this. Yes, thing all the humans neck. have that, and there's you know there's the, this horse. Show, show the first one again. What do you mean the first the, one? The first. Oh, I've got to go to other editions. Oh, sorry. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'll find it here. And then you know, look, look at these. You can you see these other ones? Lots of oh yeah, look, lots of skulls. Lots and... of skulls of, of mammoth skulls, and this yeah. is this is the audiobook version that That's I read like strange. that. So yeah, like the front covers of the books. Yeah, it, you like... can sell this book in lots of different ways. If yeah. you go into it thinking it's going to be a science fiction, maybe time travel adventure, there's it's very little to do with time travel because once they pass through the gate. That's it. That's it. That's it. There's, there's nothing one else. Way and, there's nothing else yeah. going on. I and, understand. And it, you think, oh, it's going to be science fiction, and they're going to use all these cool science fictional things, like having a backpack where you've got loads of devices in there. You can just plug some in yeah, and expand like, it and go. It's like a boat. MacGyver in like. Yeah, in, and in someone reality. was like, yeah, I'm going through, and I've got um, someone had like a, a hot air balloon, and they were not hot air, whatever. They were going to mm-hmm. they were going to make a balloon because you can expand it out, and they were going to mm. fly this other place. Another guy's like, oh yeah, I'm going to go do mountaineering. Someone else is like, I'm going fossil hunting. Well, not fossil hunting. I'm going to see the fossils in real. Life, <laughs> real life I'm going to track down and everyone had all these plans and you the whole start of the book the whole third of the book is the people coming up with plans like if I go to a world where I can do anything in the frontier like go it's like going to America but not having native uh, Americans like not having like uh, indigenous people there so yeah. it really is a wide open land of you know and we can take over it sea to shining sea and all that kind mm. of stuff and not have to worry about it mm. but they turn up and actually there are some people already there but you know it is a little bit weird because if if like the the humans that send the people already through the gate they know yeah. the numbers right well they know so, how many people have gone through yeah so but shouldn't they think that okay if i let like have a certain amount of people already there they are going to 
like establish something. Yeah, but, but you, that's the whole point. You don't know what's there, but that's why you, nobody is forced to go through. It's you, everyone who goes through is, che- is chosen to do it. But there's like billions and billions and billions and billions of humans left in the world, like spread out like across a whole galaxy. Yeah. And there's enough people like every day who are like five or six people, enough for five or six people per day to go, I'd like to go through. I'd choose exile. Or, I, I, this sounds like a fun trip. And in our current world, there's lots of people like that. In yeah, our current I know. world, of course, but there is like the, the the people who uh, put their names on to go to Mars now. Yeah, yeah, all those people and people are like, oh yeah, I'd love to go on a trip to a one way trip to Antarctica. Wherever. Well, no, that's the thing. There's nowhere on Earth that you can go on a one way yes. trip to and not no. come back. But the past, the colonizing past that we had, yeah. where people would be like, yes, I'll go to you know wherever. Canada, Canada. Well, yeah, wherever. Again, it's difficult because there was those people already there. I'm just currently reading the books where people people still, go to Canada. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, you think that's what the story's going to be about. It's not. It's like fantasy battles and, hmm. and stuff, which is fun. And I remember enjoying reading this series, but... How old were you, roughly? No, well, like, like 20 years old. The books, oh. were tw- the books were already 20 years old by yeah. the time I re- started reading these books, yeah, and that was 20 I, years ago. It could have been that you read them when you were 15. Or no, 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 no. It was, but, again, it's, it's not like... I don't know, it's just one of those weird things that I read this and I was like, oh, I remember having the same feelings as I went into it. Yes, you wrote this to even, me. Like, even though... I read it before and I already know what the full series was going to be and I was thinking oh let's go into this I'm probably not going to read the full series but like yeah. I want to taste it because it was on my mind and I was like yeah. oh let's check this out Yeah. and uh, and then I you know, I checked it out and I was like oh yeah I remember those same feelings of going oh this wasn't exactly because what I wanted because it's really funny because you didn't remember like you wrote me a message and it felt to me like you didn't actually remember much of the story but you remembered the feeling you got reading yes is this well, stuff? it was the feeling that I got reading the book, which was the strongest thing, rather yes. than rather than Exa- just the, uh, the story. The, that yeah, yeah. I remember the, overall I remember the story, but I forgot my feelings about the story, where yes. it felt like it was again promising one thing in the first third of the book, yeah. and then kind of giving you another thing in the middle, and then going, oh, damn, this is this story is way bigger than just this book. So let's just forget about half of the characters for the last third of the book. <laughs> Literally, just forget them. They just go off in like the the, the group splits up. Spread like five people go north or yeah. where north east and others people go south mm. and when they're like oh let's go south and they reach the bottom of the river you know they go down boat where the bottom of the river that's it and then as and then you just never see them again they're like all right and you just go well okay i remember all those characters they're very important but their their story is obviously continuing book number two but i'd forgotten where it cut off and right. then it just continues with the story of what's happening up in the north okay which is fine but even the stuff it promises like here's all these characters and actually for the rest of this book ignore them you're like they'll be back in the next book so I mean apart from you already knowing yeah. the the other books yeah. it's definitely like a, a a thing that you have to read further yeah. you, have you, to, you I can't mean, this, just like if you just read this finish. book it's not a good it is a standalone book because it does have a beginning and it does have a middle yeah. and it does have an end but it's only it's an not... end for half of the characters who are introduced okay. at the start okay Let so you kind of really want to continue reading you've got to continue reading on but unfortunately, even though the middle section of this whole series, books two and three and the first part of book number four, are good, what it comes down to in the end is really, it's really tricky because it, the same kind of thing happened in another book, which I read years ago and then reread uh, the first book and, or two books of this, which is the World War series, which is Second World War, but just imagine aliens turn up and try to invent, invade uh, it's an alternative history where aliens, these lizard-like, lizard-like aliens turn up halfway through the Second World War. Okay. But their last probes that they sent to Earth 
came back and there was pictures of knights uh, riding horses and they're like oh this is going to be easy and then they turn up a few hundred years later like a few generations oh, yeah, later the t- and then, then they turn up and there's like oh like literally nuclear weapons and yeah. rockets V2 rockets and artillery and everyone's like they're like oh no like this anyway but that's a book which by the end of the first book the, the story kind of reaches a point at the end yeah. of the first book yeah. of four books in the series and these are chunky books yeah. but at the end of book number four the story hasn't moved on that same amount three more times okay it's moved on kind of one book more amount yeah Yeah. spread over three books okay and it feels like and this happens sometimes as well where sometimes you read a book and go wow like most of the most memorable things in that story am i reading a quarter of this whole story or am i reading an introduction to to but like a, a big big chunky book which then gets separated yeah but here's the thing all of the more interesting stuff that i remember there's only like three more really interesting scenes that I remember from this entire series. But in my head, there was ten really interesting scenes from the whole series. Yeah. But like seven of them were in the first already, book, you know. Already happened. Yeah. So now we're talking about this series again. This series, no, I mean, yeah. Not like a... Well, the World War was very much like that as well. But this feels like that. And I thought that Red Mars was like that. But it turns out loads of the more memorable stuff didn't happen in the first book. And well, was, you know, yeah. there's still to come. Yeah. Um, but still, that's the same thing. Like, the memorable stuff you remember from the book one. And yeah. then the continuing story of, of Green Mars and Blue Mars. You're like, oh, yeah, more stuff happened and ticked along. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's a, it's a tricky it's a tricky balance that you've got to strike if you're if you're setting off you because the first book is the one that establishes the world, establishes the rules, establishes the everything. characters, establishes everything, and and it really so like a, kicks it it's off. It's a really dense like the, the beginning of the new. Well, it's just the new reading experience that you get. You like you said, this sounds like a crazy book. Yeah, it is a crazy book. There's lots of crazy stuff happening in here, or, like all the way through this first book. But I don't remember that the craziest stuff continues because now we kind of know the rules of the world. And I do remember more stuff that happens, but I don't remember having that same crazy reading experience. So I don't, I'm not going to continue on with this story, series. It is worth reading it if you go into it knowing that you're not getting hard science fiction. Well, it kind of is hard science fiction. A little but, bit at the but beginning. Like, but like also mixed with fantasy because there's got this like metapsychic abilities and all that kind of okay. stuff. And aliens, which are more like fantasy, like, you know, elves and goblins. Yeah. yeah. So wow. go into it expecting it to be more fantasy. There's more sword fights and okay. stuff than there is uh, So if you really spaceships. don't like... Uh... Although there are spaceships back in time as well. It's a weird combination. It really is. I mean, it like what always kind of annoys me when I go in any kind of um, um, book section, yeah, um, ebooks or library, it often comes up with science fiction slash fantasy in yeah. one in one thing. And although I do like fantasy in some like like very yeah. small doses. Um, Oh, this I, is a big chunk of fantasy. Yeah, I, I always prefer having it separated. Yeah. And I never understood well, why audi- it gets people audible, to... Well, in Audible they do but that. This is, well, yeah, but like it, in the top section, it's often just the two of them together. Yes, and then yeah, they it's get always separated. like science fiction fantasy, yes. yeah. And uh, so in this case, it's actually uh, a book f- for both, a little. What do you mean? Like it does have. Oh yes, science a mix fiction. Of, it's a mix of science fiction and a mix of science fiction and fantasy. However, it is. I would say it is more. Well, how is it classified? Can you I'm, see? I'm that? just looking for it now. Cool. Oh, I don't want to enter password. I can use Touch ID to log in. Here we go. Yay. Um, Audible. Um, oh, I can't even see it. Where is it? Library. Here it was. No, because I, I don't remember where it was. Here, let's have a look. Here, uh, title: Many Colored Land. What's it underneath? 
Uh, can you even see what it says here? No, it doesn't even see which... It doesn't uh, have a category there. I'm not sure it has a category. Uh, I, I mean, I found it in a category. Oh, I, maybe I just... I think I just searched for it. Um, no, it doesn't actually That's say... A, but, uh, oh, science... Oh, yeah, it just says science, science fiction contemporary. So mm. it is under science fiction fantasy slash sci-fi contemporary. I wouldn't really put this in sci-fi contemporary, but let's have a look at some of these other ones. We have alternate history, dark fantasy, Doctor Who, dramatizations, fantasy contemporary, fantasy epic, fantasy paranormal, military science fiction, post-apocalyptic, science fiction classic, science fiction contemporary, short stories, space opera, Star Trek, Star Wars, steampunk, superheroes, sword and sorcery, and time travel. Now, I would put it under time travel, but it isn't time travel. It is more fantasy, but it isn't really epic fantasy. But it isn't sort of like, oh, it's a mix between fantasy. So it's more like fantasy contemporary. No, because fantasy contemporary is uh, things like, here we go, uh, Neil Gaiman Neverwhere. You know, it's a Neil Gaiman kind of thing. You know, sort of like, it just means fantasy, which isn't classic, which isn't written in the 1950s or 60s. It's more like these days. So basically it is a book that doesn't fit quite into uh yeah into the category. classification but because it's almost 40 years old i wouldn't even call it science fiction contemporary i'd actually just call, i'd always yeah. call it science fiction cl- classic mm. you know interesting because here in science fiction classic there's things like well hg wells war of the worlds well, of course with but... these kind of classification this is often making it makes a like a, a preconception yes so somebody at audible decided okay this goes into that section Here's and the... if you want to look for fantasy yeah and this would be the book for you you yeah. wouldn't find it because you don't look under science fiction contemporary. Exactly. So here's the thing. I never like it, like, and I've talked about this, genre is treated by bookshops as something books go into. Mm. Whereas I like genres of being something that belong to books. Mm. So a book can be both fantasy or science fiction. And, no, and no, and science fiction and time travel and yeah. contemporary you know, but maybe it can't be contemporary and classic, but I think it has to be either classic or contemporary because those are kind of opposite ends of those different things. Yes. But fantasy isn't the opposite of science fiction. No. And time travel isn't the opposite of horror, you know. It's, no. No, it isn't. That's the thing. No. It, it isn't. It sounds obvious when you say time travel isn't the opposite of horror, but if I say is a space opera the uh, opposite of dark fantasy, it's like... It could be, you know, is post-apocalypse the um, the opposite of science fiction contemporary? It's like no, there's, it doesn't necessarily. It, it need doesn't. To be. It's not. They're not two ends yeah. of a spectrum. So you should just tag books like well, it gets a, a tag in this and a tag in that. And that's what happens over here on uh, on Goodreads good right? genres, science fiction. Fantasy. This is like whatever. This is what all the people. Sci-fi, fiction, time travel, owned, default, favorite sci-fi fantasy. Look, forty-two people have given sci-fi this sci-fi fantasy. fantasy. Um, yeah. uh, What's fantasy this? sci-fi? What's that? Oh, and this is just Italian or uh, something. Yeah, some scientia uh, ficciona. Okay. Uh, female Aliens. authors, uh, locus winners, audio book. Yeah, like there's different things. Uh, that... Historical fiction. Well, it's it's fiction that has some history in it. It said that Locus Cipher. Oh, so this yeah, is the that's, Locus. That's the, okay. it won the Locus Award. Award. And it's, it's, it's under Hugo, you know, in 1980s. But yeah, yeah so th- that's the thing. That I think actually Goodreads does it much better because people add people labels to it yeah. by saying what shelf it's on. But yeah. it, it's, it isn't like everyone, every single person who ever reads this book has to add it to their science fiction contemporary shelf. No, no. They, you can add it to any... They can add it to... Yeah. I own this book. And four, 454 <laughs> people put it on the science fiction shelf, and 332 people who could some of them could have been the same the, the same, same person, person yeah. also add it to a fantasy one. Yeah. 
it's it's and, the the most shelf it's on is on the to read shelf, which is the oh right, that's funny. Um, and two hundred and twelve people currently but reading it. These numbers kind of really show how divided people are. Like, well, no, not well, divided. Not, but yes, if they were that ha, divided, ha. one what, some people would say this is definitely science fiction and not fantasy, yes. and they put it on that shelf. And other people would be like, this is definitely fantasy. And, and what not shelf is it for you? Oh no, I don't. I don't put genres onto my onto the books. Okay. For me, um, I have put this book under. Oh come on, Goodreads. Um, let me actually just look at the page, and I think it'll be my my review will be there. I put it on audiobook. Currently yeah. reading, yeah. read more than once, recommended by SFBRP listeners, and reviewed on the SFBRP. Those are the bookshelves okay. that I've put there. Right. So yeah. uh, so yeah. more personal. Look, friend reviews here. Uh, Ryan rated it four stars. I wouldn't call this 1981 novel the deepest book out there, but it's fun. A pleasure reading that mixes science fiction and fantasy in a creative way and doesn't feel too dated. Ah, how dated it is. To yeah, me, I wanted to ask that. This book is from 1981. Oh my goodness, there is some weird racism stuff in there. Like a character really? has like he has a gollywog face, and I'm like, what does that what mean? Is that? Just like Moran, like a mo- what do you say? Uh, oh, more, more in uh, yeah. German. Let me just type in uh, gollywog, and gollywog isn't something like this is a gollywog. So if you say someone has a gollywog oh, yeah. face, that is like super, like now kind of a, like a super racist kind of word. Like, I mean, yes. in the 1980s, we collected gollywog uh, things from the Robinsons, um, uh, Robinsons fruit things, and we would send away and get badges with gollywogs, and it was these characters with the like super racist depiction of black people. Okay. So uh, yeah, it's 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 a really weird one, mm. and and there's other things in the book where there's just some stuff out. They're just thrown out there. You're like, oh, that's that's like a, a little bit. Uh, you know, there's some representation of sort of like, oh, and he's a Native American, and he's like this. So, you know, yeah. the defining the defining characteristic of Japanese yeah. people are their Japaneseness, and the defining characteristics of of the uh, like Native Americans are their Native Americanness, and the defining characteristics of the white people are oh, you know, like actual human characters and yeah. uh, thoughts and desires which are human based they are all individuals Not, yeah they're all individuals yes. but yeah the, oh uh, that's a, yeah yeah it's, it's a, uh, a, a weird way of portraying people I mean it's not that I don't mind a book where all the main characters are white and there's other characters out there but also when you start calling some characters gollywogs you're like yeah that's a little bit dated and again yeah. I, I'm not saying it's racist I'm just saying the use of some of the use of words and but, are going on there the good thing is that it makes you cringe. It's not. No, I didn't make I it. Mean, I, no, it didn't make me cringe. It made me go. It's like, well, I probably yeah. wouldn't choose those words these days. Or like, if yeah, it was but, written now. But it's not only about choosing words. It's also about the perception. Like you wouldn't perceive a person in that way. Why? Well, I, I I wouldn't. It, that's the thing. How people were perceived in 1981 yeah. or 1980 is, uh, when is, this was written is very different from how yes. people are perceived now. Yeah. I mean, it's difficult to like blame anyone for writing a book using the language of the 1980s. Yes, sure, but I didn't didn't continue reading Larry Niven because I couldn't stand it. Yes, the, oh no, no, it's nowhere near Larry Niven. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not. It's so not at that level at all. It's just little little bits of glimpses it's not, it's into It's not like the literally cast. all the black people, all, all the cannibals in the book happen to and, be black people, and, and the all women, the black people in the like, book happen to be cannibals. And the women are like like yeah, phew. just whatever. Yeah. Um, and you said and you so didn't he, want this to be a long podcast, and we've gone for forty-two minutes. And yes, I said we could probably I know, finish this up. I know, and I've been yawning a few times now. But um, how dated is? Is there any technology that they talk about? Like, is there uh, any? Yeah, like, there's a few things which you know, uh, where they talk about yeah, sending messages to each other. Well, and it's like, no, because the technology is from a future which is different from ours, where we had alien contacts. Oh, yeah. So actually, the thing is, but then it's not about that. It's about yeah, people yeah, going back I in time. Know, but it's get, it gets mentioned. 
Yeah, but again, th- that people read stuff from tapes rather than hard drives or flash drives or USB thumb drives. You know, like yeah. the storage technology and display technology is always different and all these different kind of things. Like right. it that's I don't hold that against a story. When I say dated, I'm talking about more attitudes and Language. writing and word choices yes. okay. and you know some latent sexism and, and racism which probably wouldn't pass in today's world. Mm. Anyway, that's it. That's my book review. Okay, how how are you going to rate it then? I, it's a book that I can't. I'm not you even can't sure really I can rate, rate it right? because I was rating it. I was I'm kind of rating. Well, the thing is, my reading experience of this is of a book that I've read before, knowing that I probably wouldn't continue on the series. Just sort of like, ah, oh, I wonder if this book's actually good, and it is good. Like I would recommend this. So it has to get like three so, three yeah, stars. Who who said this review? Uh... You read out a review. Oh, yeah. Ryan rated it four stars. So this basically, like, what he said yeah. is kind of like your your perception of it, too. His it's review a is a bit too long and... to read all of it. No, but uh, what you just read out already. Isabel rated it four stars. I've read all four books in the Saga of the Exiles and would recommend them. Uh, the Exiles are people who feel like they are misfits in the galactic milieu of the 22nd century and take advantage of a one-way time portal in France leading to the Pliocene area. They are sterilized before leaving so that will be no history can be changed and they take enough goods to allow them to get started. It's a one-way trip only as anything takes the return journey through the portal crumbles into dust. But there is a big surprise awaiting them in the supposedly unpopulated Pliocene dot dot dot. That's not a review. That's a that's your better blurb than the blurb that's at the top. Yeah, here. but the, the Goodreads reviews are often like. So on five stars, Hutch, five stars, M. L. Gore, five stars, Jersey, uh, so, five stars, Larry, five stars. Yeah, lots of one, five star one ratings. Thing. You said that this is on the on the shelf. It got recommended by Goodreads list, uh, by uh, podcast listeners. Yeah, but like Did years it? ago, maybe. Oh, years ago. Yeah, the, I, again, anything that someone has mentioned to me. Okay, like and in it the, was just in yeah, the head and yeah, he's yeah, like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so she was uh, 86, 86 when she died. That's a good age. So so 20 years ago, she would have already been uh, 50, she would have been 50 something. Mm. Uh, she would have been 58. Okay. She, if she was 58 in 1980. And that's so, her and first she's novel. Re- no, not her first novel, but it was her oh, first her published first novel published. when she was like came, came, becoming a science fiction writer. Right. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, because she was a technical writer. T- 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 it says yeah. here, she, uh, early career, she was writing under the name J.C. May, and she was writing short stories for uh, astounding science fiction in, 1950, in the 1950s. Right. And then she came back in the late 1970s and started working on, uh, uh, on science fiction. Mm. Yeah. It's never too late to become a. a so yeah, a she was she author. was almost sixty years old. No, what did I say? Mm-hmm. No. Fifty-eight, you said. Yeah. I didn't. Maybe I'm I, getting. I don't calculate that. It's just, just I take your word for it. Well, just put it this way: she was born in 1931, and her first book was published in 1981. Oh no, so she was fifty years old. She was fifty years. Old. I'm getting my uh, times mixed up here. Yes. Um, she was fifty years old. So if you're fifty years old in 1980, the word choices that you're going to use and how dated it's going to be, it's not like someone who was twenty years old writing in 1980. It's yes. someone who's fifty years old writing there. You're very much. Um, the culture and society yeah. has very much. Put uh, like a yeah. There's uh, there's uh, lines that you can draw under this stuff. Yes, it's like blaming people in the it has, uh, in the has Roman been imprinted era. Imprinted on yeah. you already. It's like blaming people in the Roman era era for having slaves and stuff. You're like, well, yeah. I mean, of course they knew that slaves were bad and it was you know that kind of uh, stuff. But it's like it's really difficult to judge them and say, oh no, no art from before this because that's what happened. Like if you hold everyone in the past to standards of art now, yeah. you have to just go, okay, we're not allowed to experience art and culture from anyone longer yeah, than and, like and four technology? years ago. Yeah. And, well, it, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it just so happens that some people who were in the past were real nasty people. Yeah, made great and the, art. And the 
and the e Egyptians who made amazing pyramids and amazing uh, uh, yeah. engineering and architecture and stuff, they only were able to do that because they had the, the slaves. Slave. Yeah, well, that's a lot of it. And also they had the things called water empires. You know about water empires? Yes, like yeah. the, uh, down the Nile. Yeah. Yeah. And they were just like, all right, um, all of you people over yeah, there. Yeah, you just like, yeah. You don't have any water anymore. And they're like, we're starving. It's like, okay, well, you just when you die off, it doesn't matter. <laughs> because these people, we're giving all the water to these people over here. And they're going to be really thankful. And then when they when they get food in the next year, you go, oh, and look, there's all this land over here. And they're like, great. And they're all spread out over there. And yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, actually, now you guys over there don't. So, yeah, like the whole civil, like, all civilizations, that's what you could say now with our current civilizations. Maybe in 100 years' time or 200 years' time. They look back when, at us like, yeah. how did they act that yeah, stupid? Like, and they're like, well... Anything from the Trump era just has to be burnt. We're never, nobody's allowed to uh, appreciate any culture from the truth. We're like, no, no, but we weren't relying on it. Ah, oh, no, but you know, you were all destroying the earth and it was your generation yes. who destroyed the planet. And, and our generation who didn't do anything. Yeah, and it's just the gen generation after us who now actually yeah, do something. No, but I'm just saying, like, just imagine in a few hundred years' time, everyone from the 21st century, they're like, oh no, all of your culture, we can't enjoy it because all of you were part of this system, hmm. which was, yeah, it's, it's a tricky thing. So anyway, it's, it's where is the, where is the, your cut off like can you enjoy the art of people who are slave owners can, uh, yeah, can you I mean, it's like yeah well like I guess because that was it can you enjoy that? and then you, you need... get to the point where like if someone was a Nazi can you enjoy their art and you're like oh but there's some good music for Just people who are in the Nazi part you know that kind of thing it's like but it's 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 like I'm not saying I'm on either side of this line but everybody has to have a line you know but you have to put this in context then well that's the thing I don't really have a line I'll take it as it comes but there's some yeah. people whose art I just can't watch and enjoy anymore because what they're yeah. what they've done in their personal life or to other people yeah is is too distressing despicable it's despicable but anyway julian i don't know why we're talking about that now because well, it's, we used to it. i'm just saying that it was when you say how is it dated i'm just saying yeah there's some stuff in this book which like these days people would be like oh that's a bit weird but if you're 80 years old these days you're probably saying all kinds of stuff which people are like eh, we don't really use that language anymore yeah yes i know donald but it, but it's good It's a... All right, let's, uh, let's finish up. This was going to be a short episode. We're coming up to 50 yes. minutes. And I really need to go to bed. All right. Th yeah, you've got to work tomorrow. Yes. Uh, three stars for me for this so reading you're experience. you're going to rate it. What? You're, gone, you're going to rate it. Rate it. Yeah, yeah. three stars. Okay. But it's a weird one because, like I say, my, yeah. I, I go into it knowing that I'm not continuing with the series. Yes. Like, and um, just out of curiosity. But also you have the baggage of, like, you know... Yeah, the all kinds of, of baggage. Yeah. All right, then, let's finish this up and take it... Oh, the next book that I'm going to review, it might be the uh, the record of the many-born planet few. What is it called? Record, record of the space-born space -born few. By Becky Chambers. We've got that one as an e-book. Also, I downloaded another audiobook because I finished this audiobook. Yeah? And it's What is it? The, it's the new book by Cameron Hurley. Cameron Who's Hurley. That? Uh, I read a book of hers which is sort of like uh, aliens in on a spaceship, but it's it's a biological spaceship and they give birth to parts of the spaceship and every kind sounds weird. crazy crazy book and you're like oh what how is she going to follow that novel and now i'm reading her next novel it's not in that series it's a completely different book again okay and it's pretty much like if i was going to do starship troopers now and write it now what would it be uh, like okay and you know what it's really good i'm really enjoying it so far okay i pretty much went into it sight and scene because audible was just like hey you're like this and i'm like oh yeah okay. i'll read another camera <laughs> but i think it's pretty new actually it came out like just now let me probably Let let's, me have a let's look. wrap this up mm. let me have it no I'm mean, just see how new this uh, light brigade it's called the light brigade which is I think is a, is a fun uh, Cameron Hurley 
published 2019, yeah, so it's like a really, yeah, it's, published 19th of March. So this, this is, is contemporary. So, yeah, so this is contemporary. This thing. is very much From contemporary. From the Hugo Award winning author of The Stars Are Legion, that's the book I was thinking of, comes a brand new science fiction about the futuristic war in which soldiers are broken down into light in order to get them to the front lines on Mars. Wow. Anyway, I'm really enjoying it. So okay. I'm, like, I'm only like an hour into it, but it's really good. Sounds good. Um, so, uh, yeah. Let's see what is going to be the next one. Unknown rated fast, it five stars. This how is how I'm... this is how one tops lesbian in space by making it look easy and incredibly. <laughs> That's really fun. The lesbians in space is the is the spaceship which is populated only by female humans who give birth to different parts of the spaceship. Anyway, it sounds really really weird when you say it that way. Very much. Anyway, you should strange. you should read the the stars the legion. One. The stars okay. legion. I'll get it's not the, it's not, I get these, these books are not connected at all. These are completely okay. separate books. Anyway, uh, yeah, that'll do. Uh, thanks a lot for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Goodbye.